I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello. Welcome to Jewel Says. I'm Julie, a.k.a. Jewel's grandmother, mom. I can't believe it's November already. I hope you had a happy Halloween if you celebrate We love Halloween here. I used to love it when I was a kid because it was kind of one of the only nights that you were allowed outside when you were little. And I mean, in those days, we didn't have a parent with us, but we went with groups of friends. I mean, not when we were two or three, obviously. But once we got to elementary school, we just dressed up and went with groups of friends. And sometimes big boys would chase us and steal our candy. And that was just kind of part of what you did. We always knew who the creepy guy in the neighborhood was. We avoided that house. But there were more children maybe hanging around the neighborhood. We were more free range. Of course, in those days, parents didn't arrange play dates and we had a lot more unstructured time to just do whatever. But still, it was so exciting to be allowed out at night. And I always loved a costume. I think I think I love a costume for the same reason I love uh, portraying someone else. I just love to pretend I'm someone else. When I was really little, there's a picture of me and my little brother. There aren't a lot of pictures of us when we're little. But there's one picture where I'm dressed as a witch, which is to this day my favorite costume. And he's dressed as a black cat. And my mother told us that she had this lovely kind of chiffon cocktail dress that she cut up so that she could make me a beautiful witch cape. And she took an old sheet and dyed it black and cut it up to make a cat costume for my brother. 
the sacrifices she made for us. I guess she she said she figured she wouldn't be wearing that cocktail dress again anyway, so she chopped it up and made a Halloween costume for us. Once we got to be elementary school age, we pretty much made our own costumes. Maybe she helped us. I don't have a lot of memories about that. I do know she did not like sewing. When I was in the sixth grade, I wanted to be a genie, as in I Dream of Genie, Barbara Eden from the old show. If you haven't seen that old television series, it's kind of horrifying to look at it now because it's basically about these astronauts. They find a genie in a bottle. She's absolutely hot. She wore this midriff-bearing genie uniform, and apparently there was a big brouhaha about her bearing her midriff on television. But anyway, they got away with it. I don't think they showed the belly button. And um, the one astronaut who found her was her master. Of course, they end up after several years of the series falling in love. Anyway, Barbara Eden played Jeannie, and I thought she was gorgeous, of course, and I aspired to look like that. I knew even when I was little that women were largely valued based on their appearance, and I wanted to be beautiful. I wanted to be sexy. So in the sixth grade, I decided I would make myself a genie costume. I really didn't know much about how to go about it, but my mother showed me how to cut out harem pants and how to make a casing and stitch it all together, all the while reminding me how much she hates sewing. I only had a little bit of money, so I went up to Zeller's at the time. It was within walking distance and figured out how much fabric I would need. I got lining fabric, which was quite cheap. And I remember standing in line at the fabric section at this department store, and the lady just waited on everyone else and then kind of stood around, and I finally timidly had to ask her to help me. There I was. I was, I was only in the sixth grade, so I, I guess I would have been 11. But there I was, with bolts of fabric in my arms, waiting to be served. And I guess because I was a little kid, she just kind of ignored me. But anyway, I eventually got my fabric and went home, and we didn't have a sewing machine at the time, so I had to hand-stitch it. And if you know anything about that lining fabric, it does fray quite easily, so it, 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 it certainly wouldn't have held up for a long time. And I really didn't know how to reinforce seams. But it lasted for Halloween, and I was so thrilled with that costume, except in our climate, it's cold by the end of October. I mean, you might get a warm Halloween, but it, odds are not in favor of that. Very often there's snow the end of October. Although this year there's no snow. It's raining. It's not very pleasant. It's let up a bit for the children. But it's kind of sad when you're a kid and you have a costume that you love and you have to put a snowsuit over it. I had to wear a t-shirt under this costume, and I wanted to look like Barbara Eden. I wanted the bare midriff and everything. Here I was at age 11 wanting to look like a sexy woman. This Halloween sexy costume thing is just so pervasive. And I think part of the reason people want to dress sexy for Halloween, well, very often little ones just want to be pretty. And as you grow up, pretty and sexy sort of merge because we're surrounded by images and messages that tell us that's what we should aspire to be. 
And Halloween is an excuse to shed the slut-shaming cultural standards because we get to pretend we're someone else. When people are trying to tell you, oh, that's too sexy, oh, you shouldn't wear that, oh, you shouldn't show your midriff, we grow up with these mixed messages. Be pretty, be sexy, but not too sexy, but be pretty. Well, women should be beautiful, and I guess... We grow up understanding how we're judged by the male gaze, and we internalize it. We judge ourselves. I knew when I was 11 I wanted to look like Barbara Eden on that show. Even though I had a baby face and a child's body, I looked young for 11 when I was 11. So yeah, no wonder young women like a sexy costume. When I got to be in my teen years, I bought a leotard. Well, I guess... I don't know if you call it a leotard. It's like a bodysuit, one of those dance outfits. I bought it to wear to the gym. In those days, we used to wear a a dance leotard and tights to the gym. And I would just wear that and make ears and paint my face up. One of my favorite pictures of myself is dressed in this dance leotard with tights and my face painted up with cat whiskers and a nose and eye makeup and a headband with cat ears on it. And that is the best picture that's ever been taken of me. So I really do look better with whiskers and a nose painted on and ears on my head. I do. That's just the way it is. I do like a tiara, similar effect to ears. Carrie always used to love rocking a tiara or also... She enjoyed wearing a helium balloon tied to the top of her head. Headgear can be quite fetching. I loved looking sexy for Halloween. And it seems kind of stupid. I mean, really, shouldn't Halloween be about being spooky or scary? Shouldn't it? I will say, though, that sexy women do terrify some people. I do love dressing like a witch, and one year I had a prosthetic chin and nose and green face paint, that was great. I like to be either sexy or spooky. Now that I'm old, I don't try to dress up in a sexy costume. In fact, I don't even bother. Abe had to answer the door for the children for Halloween because I ended up working late. So he got to see all the adorable little blighters come by. And this year, we put pumpkins out, small carved pumpkins, because we wanted the children to know that we had candy. In previous years, even when we've had the porch light on, they don't stop by, which is disappointing. So Abe bought a couple of pumpkins. Joanne was here for the weekend. She drew some fabulous faces on the pumpkins. And Abe did a fantastic job of carving them. They're gorgeous. But he put them outside. I shouldn't laugh because he was really upset. He put them outside And they say that you should cut your hole in the bottom of the pumpkin so that structurally it lasts longer. But he discovered the other reason to do that is because squirrels will come by and they'll steal the pumpkin lid. And so he was so mad. And then the squirrels not only stole the pumpkin lid, they chewed up all around the pumpkin around his face. And they ruined the carving. Well, I guess it looks scarier because it looks like the faces have been half eaten, which, of course, they have. Abe really can't stand squirrels. And you're not allowed to hurt them. Not that he would want to actually kill them or hurt them. He might want to kill them. 
or hurt them. But he wouldn't. One year, I bought him this little uh, pellet pistol from Canadian Tire. We can't really buy guns here. The day I was shopping for that, actually, a couple of young guys came in and asked one of the salespeople, where can we get a gun? And the guy's like, what? What do you mean? We don't sell guns. Like, we just don't sell guns. And someone since told me that you actually can get a gun at Canadian Tire. I wouldn't have known that. I'm pretty sure you have to have a license. Maybe you can get a rifle. No idea. Anyway, I bought this innocuous little BB gun because I had bought him a water gun so that he could so that he could scare away squirrels and raccoons. We have quite an urban raccoon and squirrel problem here. Although I can say that the raccoons do not like our compost. They have been known to tip the compost over, dig a hole in it, and then leave it because it's all vegan. They really prefer the meat. But anyway, I had bought Abe this water gun so that he could scare away the raccoons and squirrels because there were times when he would see them doing something. <laughs> I don't know why this is funny to me. He would see them. He would see them digging. <laughs> he would see them digging in the garden or or just doing or just living their lives like I don't know. And of course, the raccoons, they can kind of startle you and they're quite large and they'll destroy your property and get into your attic. But he would sometimes take a shoe and throw it at the squirrel or the raccoon and yell at them to scare them away, sometimes ice cubes. So I bought him a water gun, but the problem with the water gun is when he had to cock the water gun, it was too slow. Like he couldn't have it. He'd see a raccoon or a squirrel doing something he didn't like. And he, by the time he got out there with the water gun, it was too late. Or he would get out there and the, the raccoon or the squirrel would hear the water gun and then they'd take off. So that really wasn't very gratifying. So I bought him this little BB pistol and then I bought biodegradable BBs for it because obviously we don't want to shoot metal around. And we've tried, just let me say, in case you're getting angry right now because you think we're hurting the little animals, we're not. We're not. I mean, it, it doesn't aim well. It's very cheap. It's kind of fun to just shoot at cans outside and it's quiet. It's not like the sound of a gun going off. And I find target practice with cans kind of fun. But one of the things we did, I did let him shoot me because I wanted to test how much it hurt or if it would hurt. And I can say it's kind of like being shot with an elastic. So the fact is, you're not going to hurt the squirrel or the raccoon. They've got really thick fur, if you're lucky enough to hit them at all, because they're pretty fast. <laughs> but... But it's like being hit with an elastic, so it's just enough to startle them and make them run off. And it gives Abe a little bit of pleasure because when he hits one, he feels pretty good about himself. Because I can tell you the uh, trajectory of that pellet is not true. But anyway, his pumpkins did get wrecked, I'm sorry to say. And Abe, if you're listening, I'm really sorry about laughing about the squirrels. Sorry. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. When my children were little, I used to love making Halloween costumes for them. Of course, in those days, and they're not old, you couldn't just buy a costume unless you had a whole lot of money and you went to a costume shop. But I loved making Halloween costumes for them. And I used to have to start planning them maybe July or August because I was busy. I was working full time. And sometimes we would go to the fabric store and I would let them pick out what they wanted to be. One year, Catherine was a little girl riding a horse. So I had to make this stuffed horse that she wore. And then her legs were horse legs. It, I just really loved making costumes for them. But they weren't always spooky. I love being a witch. And the thing that we do here, we go door to door trick or treating. And that's the other really fun thing. Of course, nowadays you see people trick-or-treating with parents, but I feel like it's one of the most exciting things for a young kid to go outside at night, knock on doors and get candy. I feel like going to a mall or going to a party and not trick-or-treating is somehow insufficient. But that's a cultural thing because I grew up with it and it was something I always loved. And I mentioned Joanne was here this weekend and one of the back to the sexy costume thing. When Joanne was here this weekend, we went to see Mean Girls, the musical. And if you've seen the film, you know that the girls dress in sexy costumes for Halloween. But it was fun for us because it was Halloween weekend. People actually were out going to parties on Saturday night dressed in costumes. And Joanne brought a pink tracksuit. So I got to dress up as the Amy Poehler character. I just loved having that costume on. I love a costume. And Joanne dressed up as a mouse, a sexy mouse. I'm a mouse. Okay, switching gears. In Catherine's recent podcast, Telling Everybody Everything, which, of course, you listen to, and if you don't, why are you listening to this instead? She's arranged to have a midwife to have this baby, which is becoming more and more popular. 
When I was having my babies, I thought midwives were only used in the olden days in places where they didn't have doctors available. It just wasn't that commonly done. I think having a midwife with emergency backup is a great plan. But one of the things she said was, uh, instead of having a backup plan of a doctor, she thought it might be a good idea to have a vet as her backup plan. And I'm completely down with that. I'm pretty sure that if a veterinarian can look after everything from a hamster to a horse, they can probably look after a human. And it's not as if the medical community is really researching and paying all that much attention to women's health anyway. So I don't know, maybe a vet is a good idea. I know when I lived in Sarnia, I had this doctor, and I, I've never gone to a doctor often, but I had a family doctor who retired, and I only found out he retired when I looked up his number to make an appointment for something, and I couldn't find his number. So then I called this other number, and they have a list of doctors, and I said, well, I can't find the phone number for Dr. X. And she said, well, he's retired. And I said, okay, um, I guess I don't have a family doctor then. So she gave me the list of available family doctors. And even then, I said to her, I'd, I'd rather just sign up with a veterinarian than a family doctor. I don't see why. We've got a shortage of doctors. Let's get the vets involved. I knew a doctor years ago who said he could teach you everything he knows about medicine in about six hours. I think a vet would be way ahead of the game on that learning curve. Give them the six-hour crash course. Although, they probably just prefer animals and don't want to deal with the public health system. Hmm. The woman on the phone was a bit snippy with me when I suggested I'd rather go to a vet. But you know what? I'm sure there are a lot of really great doctors out there. And I have had a few really good doctors. I have. But just for fun, I'm going to list some of the things that have been said by doctors, hashtag not all doctors, to me or someone I know or one of my loved ones. And I'm 100% sure none of them listen to this anyway, so they're not going to recognize themselves. Okay, my one friend when she was 17... You must have a lot of boys interested in you with beautiful breasts like that. Mm-hmm. When she's getting her exam. I worked with another girl who was known as, I'm not going to use her real name. Her name was, let's say, Jolene the Body. And I forget how the conversation came up. But she mentioned that she had to go to the doctor. And I, for some reason, I went, oh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just going for a checkup. And I forget how it came up, but she said that she goes for a checkup four times a year. Four times a year. And I said, oh, I hope everything's okay. And she just said, I've just been going to him since I was 16, four times a year. Just like anyone else, so does my mom. And she kind of looked at me and I said, what's your doctor's name? And she named the doctor and it was someone I kind of knew of from other people's comments. And I said, well, and she was in her early 20s at the time. And I said, you know, the public health plan, OHIP, as we call it, Ontario Health Insurance, won't pay for a regular checkup four times a year. I think they'll only pay for one a year. 
So unless there's an underlying health problem or a reason, you might want to consider not going four times a year. Does he give you a full physical every time? Well, yeah, and he asks me things like, do you have any headaches? Is everything okay? And I said, and he gives you a physical, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't say this to her, but I just think he was a creep. And yeah, there's no way she needed to go four times a year. Nobody's asking me to come in four times a year. Oh, and there was one pediatrician who said to me once, I love looking after the babies because I get to meet all the beautiful young mothers. Okay, well, I mean, was that really so terrible? I don't know. And then there was the doctor who said to my mother, Oh, you've lost weight. That's great. When my mother was in there with severe abdominal pain and a bowel perforation. Yeah, it's not great if you've lost weight because you can't eat. Stop focusing on that. Oh, and I had one doctor when I said, Ah, you know, I had gestational diabetes. And sometimes if I eat something sweet on an empty stomach, I get very jittery. Is it possible that that is a symptom of a blood sugar issue? And she scowled at me and said, don't eat sweet stuff. And I said, well, I know I shouldn't, but I just wondered if that was a symptom of a blood sugar imbalance. Don't eat sweet stuff. Okay, sorry for being so stupid. Uh, I have heart palpitations that wake me up in the night. I'm dreaming I'm having a heart attack. Lots of healthy people get heart palpitations. Okay. Oh, then there was a doctor who said to a friend of mine, I would not be traveling out of town with a man who's not my husband. Hmm. I think it's riskier to make someone your husband prematurely because you are hung up about traveling out of town or other sexual activities. Just come on. Oh, and then there's the doctor who said to one of my friends, you know, the problem is if we look for something, we might find something. My advice to you is to just lash into a bottle of scotch. I'm sure he was joking, but still. And then my girl's pediatrician, when when they were little, I actually didn't mind this. But some people would be put off with it, and maybe he's just good at reading the customer. I remember him saying to me once, Well, one of two things will happen. Either she'll get better, or she'll get worse. And that same guy, when we were trying to figure out the root cause of Carrie's chronic migraine headaches from the age of four, and I was really pushing just to get some kind of test run to rule out anything dangerous, he said, well, if she had a brain tumor, she'd be dead by now. And of course, I said, and you would not have diagnosed the brain tumor prior to her death. So he went ahead and ordered a CAT scan. Oh, and then there was the doctor who repeatedly told her that in order to solve her hand and foot excruciating pain, she should go for more walks, even though she's very physically active as a server. Turns out she had ankylosing spondylitis, but it took a few years and too many doctors to figure that out. Just run some tests. That was actually obvious in an x-ray. So I actually think going to a vet isn't such a ridiculous idea. I mean, I'm smaller than a lot of dogs I know, and way smaller than a horse. 
And I've been called a daft cow, stupid bitch, bitch. Yeah, so maybe a vet could be a good fit for me. And on the subject of lack of medical research on female bodies, I recently read an interesting New York Times article about the complete and utter lack of research on the clitoris. So much is known about male sexuality and sexual function and erectile dysfunction. Of course, Viagra is a huge industry, and urologists are very careful about discussing that if that's going to be a side effect of, say, prostate cancer treatment. It's as though male sexuality matters, and it does. But research on the clitoris and female sexual health and pleasure is ridiculously lacking. The article I read described surgeries and all kinds of treatments that just ignored its existence and left some women, even as young as in their 30s, unable to have an orgasm. It wasn't even, oh, this will heal. It was something that completely baffled the medical professionals. There just hasn't been enough research into it. And I would argue that female sexuality matters too. It matters to us. And for some of us who are with good men, it matters to our partners. That brings me to another Catherine discussion. She and Bobby were responding to an email from someone about the question of whether to spit or swallow. And it made me laugh, and Abe listened to that episode too, because we had a friend years ago. I mean, he's still our friend. We just don't see him very often. And I don't know how the subject came up. We were at a party, and he said to one of our friends, you're not a spitter, are you? And I'm like, oh my God, if this is your problem, you're having a good day. I haven't done an email in a while, but I think we have time for one today. Hey, Jules, Simon McCann here. That's my standard fake name. I've been listening to your podcast for a long time now, at least three weeks. It keeps me company on the cold, lonely nights I spend with my son, Steve McCann, since my wife, Linda McCann, found comfort in the arms of our plumber, Blam. The email actually does say Blam all caps, exclamation mark. Interesting writing style. I was so hurt when she left us. I thought I was clearing out her pipes just fine. I'm a respectful man. I am a local butcher. I shower often. I trim my toenails. I'm the whole package. Blam! She didn't give me a reason why she left. So what I ask you, Jules, is why did she leave me? How can I win her back from our hunky plumber? Blam! Please help me, Jules. Simon, your son, Steve McCann, used to have a crush on one of my daughters back in the day. I've never met him, but he used to write her emails that were remarkably similar in style to your email. Now I know where he gets it. But I digress. Sure, you sound like the whole package, but sometimes a great catch isn't necessarily the right match. I know it really hurts now, but maybe Linda has done you a favor and now you're free to be with someone who's better for you. I think you should just let Linda go and not try to win her back because maybe she's just not a good match for you. Now, you also say she didn't give you a reason why she left, and maybe she didn't. But I want you to think about the possibility that she tried to bring up some difficult conversations and maybe you just weren't 
very receptive or willing to have some of those conversations. Just something to think about if and when you are in another relationship down the road. I've left relationships with people who claimed to be completely blindsided, and I know that I do talk about things that are bothering me. Maybe too much. Maybe that's why they tune me out. But we all do have to feel heard in a relationship. But even if you're better off without Linda, it hurts now. You just need to focus on all the other things in your life and keep busy and do the things you love to do. And one of the nice things about emotional maturity is we know we're going to feel better. And someday you may meet someone who's right for you, a better match than Linda. I hope you're doing okay. And I hope you've gotten a new plumber. Thank you for listening. Please share, rate, review. If you have anything you'd like to share or ask, you can email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. And have a fabulous week. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.